Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car... Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> That's when the cannibalism started. Ready? Hey, yeah, we're ready. Should we put headphones in? If you want it. I want a headphones. I want a headphones. <laughs> Where's my headphones? They're not in here. Just keep right looking, on. Henry. Just oh, keep Henry, looking. you got to be able to just find keep, these headphones. Just, Henry, I'm not going to tell you cord, where they are. Henry. No, those are the wrong ones. What do you mean? The ones oh, that are right here. Oh, there are ones right in front of your face. They're right there. <laughs> they are six <laughs> inches away from you. All right. Welcome to the I'm show. I'm not a fucking detective. I'm no, a I'm podcast <laughs> comedian. Uh, uh-huh. All right. That's Marcus Brooks. I'm Ben Kissel. With us as always. Detective Henry Zabrowski. I thought you weren't a detective. If a thing to find, I can find it. <laughs> what? You tell me to find something, especially if it's directly in front of my face. I'm going to find the living shit out of it. You couldn't find the headphones. Oh, no, no. It's because I wasn't getting paid to find it. <laughs> oh, right. You give me a check to find something. I'll find it. Even it's inside you. And I'm talking to you, ladies. Oh, God, I don't think... I have a feeling they might not be paying you for that. Let me find what's inside you, ladies. I think it's Hyman. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah, mm. Very nice. Detective Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of uh, disgusting things and creepy uh, scenarios, today we're going to be doing a little segment called... Scenarios. Scenarios. Uh, Scenario. today, scenarios. Scenarios. Uh, we're doing a, a little uh, program called D-Celebrity yeah, Ghost D-list Stories. Yeah, Celebrity Hauntings. Uh, oh, and by the way, guys, happy 50th episode. Oh, is this it? <laughs> two farts for your 50th episode. Yeah. My nice. grandfather just got two bullets in the back of his head. Why? That's not true. It's No. Okay. okay. Detective <laughs> Henry Zabrowski solving crimes and finding um, things. Yeah, so we're going to we're going to be interviewing uh, a, a bunch of our, our good D-list celebrity friends and uh, we're going to hear some of their tales and uh we're going to allow them to speak uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. Henry Z- <laughs> uninterrupting Henry Zabrowski. I don't interrupt. No, I'm just no. gonna keep doing this. No, you're not. I'm gonna make <laughs> it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna ruin this podcast. Good, good. I like it. Um, so yeah, do we want to talk about? Uh, this is obviously based off the uh, that show on uh, bio where they're like celebrity ghost stories or whatever. When you yes. know it's all like washed up uh, soap stars from the '90s, but we got some real legitimate people coming in to talk to you guys today. Absolutely, because people uh, I know are craving more knowledge about the stars of Cave Comedy Radio. And yes. this is some of the people that you get to see more of their inner world, their That's ghost right. world. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, I have no haunting stories. This is why I'm bringing people in. It's because it's like, I don't, I never seen a ghost. Ghosts won't appear to me. Apparently, I'm not sensitive. Nope. <laughs> I and don't... I'm just like, what do you mean? 
But detectives have to be very sensitive to the surroundings around them, Henry. Oh, no, no. I just bash my way through mysteries. <laughs> Kick open doors and push women down. I find things. Interesting. Yeah. That's what I do. I like it. I, the closest thing that I have to a haunting is that uh, there's a Ouija board that I'm staring at right now. And we used to play with one at, uh, when I was in high school. And we had a gal named Deb Deb. Mm-hmm. And uh, she would make the cat go crazy. And uh, she nearly killed my friend Josh Kahn's. He was putting chips all over the Ouija board. I think he dabbed his balls on it at one point. Uh, we're he, supposed to have a. We're going to have a Ouija board story here as well soon. Fantastic! I, I, I truly believe yeah. in the Ouija board. And uh, he was driving home one night, and uh, a whole bunch of different things started happening with his car. Uh, cars coming towards him started turning off their headlights, and deer running all around. Anyway, he was very, very terrified. Um, but overall, and my friend. Crazy Christian Pete, he saw a ghost in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, and he was so convinced that it was a ghost that he became an evangelical Christian. Which doesn't mean no. anything. That's not, it's not a reason. We That's talk fine. about it a little he bit at a, the end of Edward's uh, um, story. Yeah. Now, and mine was, uh, I, when I was about seven or eight years old, I saw a green goblin. Not right. the Marvel villain, not the <laughs> Spider-Man villain, but Who's he was throwing pumpkins did, through my windows. Call J. Jonah Jameson. This is a story. <laughs> mm, yes. Now I was uh, I was staying at my cousin's house in Lubbock, Texas. It was late at night. I woke up and I looked outside of his suburban neighborhood and I saw on the street in this little cul-de-sac a large green pig demon. There was more of a it was a blob but it had like a pig's head but it also looked like kind of ogreish. So it was like a pig goblin. Do you think that or a goblin pig? If a you random Texan man <laughs> fucked a pig and they had a baby, and then it the was, baby escaped the basement. And he's it like, was kill me, kill me. <laughs> kill me, kill me, kill me. It please, was glowing. It was glowing as well. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and That's it had fine. a little horn. Yeah, sure, sure. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I believe it. I was not asleep. I was not asleep. It was not a dream. I never said that you were asleep or that it was a dream. I tried waking up my cousin. He wouldn't wake up. Is he he was under the goblin spell. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm, the one thing, the creepy thing that I did discover was... I was a part of a group of friends, and I I make internal noises when I talk. <laughs> I just don't know. It just started happening. Yeah, today really it's no, it's been the past it's two weeks. It's a sausage cheese biscuit that's Hen- floating okay. Around. This is one thing. So we meet around eleven o'clock in the morning to record, and Henry comes downstairs jolly as an apple. <laughs> and uh, you can imagine if an apple had a personality, they'd be very very happy. And I said, hey what's, guys, hey everybody, uh, what's ha- what's happening, Henry? And then Henry says, Oh, got a bait, got a sausage and cheddar muffin right here. And and then he took a bite. Is that what I sound like to you? <laughs> really did. And, uh, man, I've never seen uh, a human being be more of, like, the living interpretation of the statement pig and shit. <laughs> you were just a pig in the dookiest shit you were loving your life. But then, I, I but then it, it, the, the sausage muffin should have been hot. Yeah. Right, so he was a little bit unhappy. Yeah, because it was just kind of like a slimy ball of sausage fat all mixed into <laughs> cupcake mix. Yeah. So that was... Um, Sometimes Sweet Leaf hits it out of the park, and sometimes they don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, a great coffee shop. Right great coffee shop. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, uh, me and a group of my friends you, d- uh, in elementary school into middle school used to do this thing called Monster Club that we were all – because that, that, like super morbid little children. We used to dress all in black. And like I had the whole – like uh, what was it? The Mysteries and um, Ancient Mysteries, uh, the book series. Uh, the mysteries, magic, and mystery magic. Oh, oh, myth, magic, and uh, uh, I had that whole set. Yeah, um, and we used to sit man, myth, and, and magic, man, myth, and magic, and yeah. we used to sit and read those and like talk about stuff. 
And the the only thing that the, I had two th- scary things that happened, and one was I and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, where there is uh, during w- when I was growing up in Queens in Woodhaven, there was a giant. Um, it was a very white neighborhood for a long time because it was owned by the mob, and that was like a thing. So it's like, and they're racist, and mm-hmm. black people wouldn't live there. And then they left because basically, when Gotti died, the whole like the whole like temperature of the room changed, you know. Mm-hmm. And he uh, at the time there was an Influx of Haitian like population right. that moved in the neighborhood, um, and they brought with them their religion. So, like a part of that was like there. I, we talked. A li- I think I talked a little. Bit no, you did talk. I remember. Yes. But we, you know, we went and we discovered me and a friend of mine because there was all these being oh the arrests being made about like animal cruelty and stuff like that because mm-hmm. they sacrifice animals in their church practices and. We walked out in the middle of Forest Park in Queens and found a big log circle stained with blood. Everything was stained with blood. That was a crime scene. That was like a voodoo practicing area. And another thing we did is we made our own Ouija board out of a sheet of loose leaf paper because we were really into magic and stuff like that. And we were kept – we would like do spells and stuff like that, but nothing ever worked. And um, I mean, so it just must have been so difficult. For you growing up to fight off all the pussy, <laughs> that's the <laughs> you thing. You know, because every girl wanted we to blow had, you. No, we had girls in the group though. Okay, the girl I was desperately in love with, and then I gave her a secret admirer note right oh, no. on Valentine's oh. Day, and she met me at a place, and I wore a beret and this <laughs> um like jacket, this like smoking jacket that I had gotten, and I was like thirteen. I just said because if we had her in, that would be her ghost story. <laughs> I used to wear a beret a lot. Uh-huh. I went through a period where I was wearing berets. Well, we, won't, we won't talk about Whatever. it again. No, that's fine. fine. I'll just fine. forget fine. about that part. I went, through a, I went through a period where I wore top hats all the time. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. You, we all yeah. did dumb gay things. Yeah, it was junior high. Yeah, sure. I was looking for an identity. I was me trying too. to be dramatic. Yeah, me too. I just, yeah. I just like top hats. Yeah, they're yeah, great. Yeah, I had a big purple beret. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. I had a big green top hat. I had a character I played called the Flying Grape. It was the nine. My friends. That's true. That is true. I used to play this character. I used to have a purple hoodie. I used to put it on my head and go like, "I'm the Flying Grape," and they would laugh and laugh. I was popular. I'm sure it was very. There was very a period funny. of time where I was, I was, I was innocent and pure. I mean, you're nothing but innocent and pure now. <laughs> so, uh, so no, we did this Ouija board. And we we created this circle. And we put out the Ouija board, and uh, we were asking it questions, and then the Ouija board set on fire. That's what I remember is that the Ouija board caught on fire, and nice. we threw it out. We threw it out, but um, someone probably just set it on fire. It's possible. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I, I'm so confused because uh, going back to the Ouija board, uh, we were playing it at my friend Aaron Sane's house, and uh, we were like, change the DVD player around. We had all the remote controls on the table. And uh, then the, the DVD tracks just started like skipping randomly. Maybe somebody hit it on shuffle. Yeah. Ha- it was very, very possible. But at the time, it was so unbelievably like, terrifying. through the window. Constantly. And we're like, isn't this Pantera? Isn't this supposed to be the fucking <laughs> new Sepultura album? <laughs> and the only t- so the we only burned time- that uh, Ouija board. The only time I ever tried doing a Ouija board when I was a kid is I was at my friend Julie's house. And it was like there was three of us, me and Julie and Ginger. And we were mm. all trying to play uh, the Ouija board, and in the middle of it, like we were asking it questions, and it started moving. And Ginger screamed at the top of her lungs and ran out of the room and wouldn't come back inside. Nice, and that's how you got Julie alone. Yeah. 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 No. Then I pushed it down, and I worked to skirt up two weeks. That oh, was it. That no. was. <laughs> well, that was fifteen years of unrequited love. 
All right. Well, the <laughs> stories that we have in from our D celebrities are going to be much better than the three that we've shared with you today. So let's just kick it over to some of them now. Hi, my name is Ashley Brooke Roberts. You might know me from a bar show in Brooklyn called Everyday Dirt that I ran at a place that was closed down because of cocaine. I'm here today to tell you a couple of stories. Um, The first one is a paranormal experience that I had with my best friend in the woods a couple years ago. It was the winter solstice, and we were planning a sort of witchy celebration to ring in the new year. Um, We put together a bunch of candles and rocks, um, some like herbs, pot, and sage, and things to burn in our ceremony. Uh, We had planned it for like a week to just really set the stage for a good year ahead of us. We went, we got some oil lamps. We went into the woods around midnight. This is in North Carolina. Um, It's on her family's old farm. So it's about 200 acres of woodland. Um, And it was winter, so all the leaves were, you know, off the trees. Um, We walked for maybe a mile mile and a half we found a good spot in an old riverbed and we set up shop we walked out our circle we put stones around it um we sort of cleansed the circle by burning sage we said a couple of words and then we got down to really have we put out like a little um shrine of like our favorite objects like a turtle shell and a fox skull and some feathers and we sat down to have our ceremony which involved getting high um we smoked some pot just to like break down that fourth wall fifth wall sixth wall break down a lot of walls so we're trying to break down some walls and it worked because um it had been very clear to to me when we were in the woods. It was just like the two of us, and we were talking, and we were chatting. And then once we sat down and got high, um, there was this feeling I've never experienced before, which is uh, prior to that, it felt like we were alone in the woods. And then when we got high, it felt like we were at a humongous party that we hadn't realized and we had just been walking through this party and no one was paying attention to us because we couldn't see them and then all of a sudden we could see them and it seemed like everything turned and looked at us like oh you see us now Um, and it felt very much like we weren't alone and then Sarah started saying some words to um, start like you know this is our intentions this is the purpose And she ended by saying, we now invite the spirit of the woods into our circle. And as soon as she did that, um, we heard a howling, you know, far off. And I said, Sarah, what was that? And she said, that was a coyote. And as soon as she said that was a coyote, we heard it about five feet away from us howl again. Um, And we heard the leaves around us move. And we both jumped up and grabbed all of our stuff and started running and we heard continuous coyote howling as we ran back the mile and a half to her house. Um, the timing of that whole thing was pr- like sh- like terrifying, um, 
goosebump inducing just because it was literally so off in the distance in the first howl and the second howl was right next to us um uh, and then there were no coyotes heard on her land again for a long long time um and then the other thing that i have is there is a barn on my family's land that has a lot of um history it's been there for about 200 years and it's always been a little creepy but it got super weird and a lot of stories about this barn came out after my great great uncle hung himself in the barn after the civil war um and soon after that like then 10 years after that two different times a goat was spotted in the barn in the middle of the barn um, sort of under where he had hung himself and we don't have goats we've never had goats none of the farms around us have goats and goats are symbols um, for Satan so it like really freaked out my family the first time it was spotted was by a kid who ran back and was like there's a goat in the barn which is weird, um, and then all the adults ran there, and there was no goat. The kid had was playing hide-and-seek and ran around the side and ran, like, face-to-face to the goat that was just standing in the middle of the barn. And then an adult saw a goat 10 years later in the same spot. Um, also, there's, like, an old dead oak tree next to that barn that had been there for for as long as anyone could remember, and... When my nine-month pregnant mother was getting out of a car with a bunch of people and walking to the the old house, which is, like, next to the barn on top of a hill, a giant swarm of bees came out of the oak tree and chased my pregnant mother. And no one else in the group, just my nine-month pregnant mother, into the house. It wasn't even like she was near the tree or walking by the tree. It was, like, came out and ran after her. Um... And there's been, like, a lot of reports of moaning coming from the barn. Like, never screaming, but um, people have heard someone moaning. Like, they thought it was someone was hurt in the barn or something like that. And when I was in high school, I really wanted to spend the night in the barn and record sounds. And everyone in my family was like, absolutely not. (laughs) There's no way that we're going to let you spend the night in there. So that's that. Those are my stories. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Very good. Very good. Right. Terrifying. Very, terrifying. very funny. Very funny story. It was. Um, well, this is great. So you were out in the woods. Uh, I don't know. How was the weed? Do, do you think it was yeah, mainly think, the weed? Yeah. Do you think there was a lot of the weed involved? <laughs> well, the thing is, is that we do this. It was a regular thing. Like, that's happened many, many times that we go out in the woods and get stoned. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Alice. never been that creepy. Alistair Crowley says that weed blocks magical impulses. Oh, really? That's his, like, problem. He, he well, has a problem wrong. with drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Talk wrong about a guy. lot of stuff. <laughs> but don't tell him that to his face. My guard cut my nose. <laughs> Oh, did it? Oh. <laughs> Henry just got injured while doing a podcast. <laughs> if you wanted to know how out of shape it's Henry Zabrowski is. It's um, so that's very exciting. So how long were you in the woods uh, doing your seance before the coyotes uh, nearly ate you? I would say a good uh, 30, 40 minutes. 
Okay, and this was so. This was like the fourth or fifth time uh, you and your friend have gone out to the woods to summon the devil. Oh yeah, well no, I would say way more than that. Like okay. we've been doing it pretty regularly since high school. And was this one of the first times that you ever actually sort of experienced something that you felt was paranormal, like actually real? Uh, we've experienced other things that were always positive. This was the first thing that was not positive, and. Um, it was a couple of things. One is that she, you know, she did say, like, we invite the spirit of the woods into this circle, which has never been done before. Cause you well, you're very lucky Ted Nugent didn't just come swinging <laughs> down with a squirrel tail and a Can't flaming arrow. <laughs> God damn it. Because you have a circle to protect you, so you never right. invite stuff into it. Okay. So she invites stuff into it. And there is, you, you know. Did you see things when you say that? Or you just felt like the presence of <laughs> that you were, like, in some party that you were invited to? Which also reminds me of um, uh, Mr. Norrell and uh, what's the new? Mr. Norrell and Jonathan Strange. Yes. Yeah. It reminds me of yeah. the party they all go to yeah. in the, in the fa- fairy land. I didn't see anything, but it did feel like all of a sudden it was like, boom, we're not alone at all. Yeah. You know, you're just, like, with someone. You're talking to them. You're very much yeah. wrapped up in that connection. And then this felt like, oh, there's like 80 million things around us. And they all see us, but we're just not paying attention to them. Yeah. Now, does a coyote have anything else to do with, like, anything with your family? Or, like, like is there stories of coyotes, like, any other time? Like, does it, like is it a symbol to you? It's not a symbol to me, but um, she there is a graveyard on her family land, and it turned out we were sort of near the graveyard. Ooh, cool. So mm. we hadn't known that because we were walking in the dark. You know, we didn't really just know where we were going. Stone. <laughs> just just stone wandering in Because I also imagine you and her, like, like branches in your hair, like, walking out. Just like, I just, like, you remember the last time we went and we did the witch ceremony and nothing happened? It's like, you know, it's always it. I hope you find some berries. I do, too. You remember that time we found a pumpkin? I do. Yeah, it was kind of like that. I mean, that's that sounds very innocent and sweet. No, it is. It's, uh, like, it's very yeah. nice and that's good. basically what it is. Yeah, and we talk about like what we want and like you know how we feel about the year and stuff so it's always been good but um i don't know if coyotes have anything to do with her i should i should should look up if like coyotes, coyotes in like yeah, ghost lore or something like that i wonder usually, usually the coyote is uh usually is in native american lore is usually some sort of god can you yeah. tell us? And your, isn't it also like a guide too to like the uh, spirit it can be a, world? Uh, it can be a guide to the spirit world. It can be a trickster god. Uh, Marcus, it can can be we helpful. ask you that it question? Could, be a lot of different could you things. answer in Native American voice? The coyote is <laughs> mostly a trickster god in many Native American cultures. Interesting. <laughs> that does sound real. <laughs> that does, that anything sounds real. Now. Some say some say that the great coyote pissed the, uh, pissed out the world and created all of us. Ew. So <laughs> I'm coyote piss. Yes. We're uh, all right. We're all that's what, that explains the smell. It's the glue that bonds. A coyote, coyote is my spirit animal. There oh really? Go. Yeah, That's he was cool. Marcus. Yeah, yeah. I'm desperately trying to sleep with the young version of you. <laughs> <laughs> College was a strange time for me. I traveled around a lot. <laughs> Well, that's good. Well, I'm happy you survived the New York Coyote demon attack. Thanks, and, man. And the ghost story just reminds me of Holden in a ghost mask wandering through the barn <laughs> going like, <"Ew!" laughs> yeah. Well, I did enjoy the uh, the barn ghost story mm-hmm. indeed. So your um, uncle was in the Civil War. Was he Union or Confederate? Uh, uh, what do you what think? What do you think? I just want to get the answers. I'm just getting answers here. I'm just getting answers here. You never know. It, we might have traveled up north. It wasn't my uncle. It was my great, great great uncle you know just okay. so we know she's not a seven year old woman <laughs> that's fine why am i what am i getting yelled at for i didn't fucking hold slaves like your family did 
but no, I think that's really interesting. Then you had a goat that appears yeah. right underneath where he hung himself. That yeah. was what was really creepy to me. Baphomet. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very possible. And if he was a Confederate soldier, it is possible that he was in hell. So, I mean, that's kind of fascinating. Again, it just sounds like that whole uh, that whole area, everything that was touched by the Civil War is always, like, drenched with ghosts. Yeah. 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 It because does it was a bad way. one. It, yeah. yeah. It's what right. Afghanistan's going to be like real soon. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine how haunted the deserts of, Afgan- of Afghanistan are? Probably. Oh, God. Oh, but ghosts is exploding. <laughs> They're so hot. <laughs> They're so hot all the time, and no one's around. Oh, what? There is no sadder existence than just being a lonely ghost in the desert of of of, uh, of Afghanistan. <laughs> Except being an open mic comedian in Cleveland. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I think that would be the other worst one. Open mic comedian um, in Cleveland. But thank you so much for scaring us with your tales. Yeah, no problem. I really enjoyed I'm glad it. I yes. did. All right, that's Ashley Brooke Roberts, everybody. You're gonna make my chair smell so nice. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Sitting in Henry's me chair. Out of here. It's so gross. <laughs> gross? Just are you gonna sniff the chair? Then you, do you sniff most chairs? Are you one of those? Are you a seat sniffer? No, no. Are you no, a closet no, seat no, sniffer? No, 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 oh, no. My God. I like to get to know people. <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> Hello, my name is Ed Larson. You might know me from the Round Table of Gentlemen, and I had a small spot on. This Nintendo um, uh, uh, 3DS uh, show. I was Balthazar. It's called 3Ds. Uh, it could be also known as a, a 3DS, 3Ds, 3 Idiots. Um, seven people uh, downloaded it onto their Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> seven? I think 107. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, um, I got a couple weird little ghost stories. Whenever I tell them, I always preface it, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's real, but the shit was weird, and it happened to me. So the first one is I was walk, I was, I was walking out of my bedroom with my buddy Corey. He was sleeping over. We were like 12 or 11. And we walk out of my bedroom, and I look down this long hallway, and there's a man sitting in my father's chair. And it was like a weird blue outline of a dude. And we were just like, I was like, hey, dad. No answer. And then, of course, like, hey, Mr. Jerry, what's going on? Just no answer. And then as we walked closer, the figure disappeared. And then we just went to the other room and went to sleep. And then, well, I was scared. You know, what am I going to do? You know, so that's that story. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that same house, uh, a lot of it was a brand new house. It was a brand new development. We we're all the first people to live in that development, but a lot of people who lived in that development always complained about uh, ghosts and uh, abnormal things happening to them in their homes. I used to always, you know, I might, you know, lots of doors shutting. It's a brand new house. No windows are open, you know, so there's no reason for doors to be shutting and closets opening and stuff like that. I would always misplace things for weeks on end, and then all of a sudden they'd be sitting on top of my television or right on top of my desk. I could be a moron, but, you know, this is all stuff that uh, <laughs> that really freaked me out. One time uh, I was talking to my buddy on the phone, and all of a sudden uh, the front doors just started shaking violently. And then I, I went and I was like, I was like, yo, you here? You fucking with me right now? And he's just like, no, no, no. I was open the front doors, nothing there. I was like, all right, okay. 
And then I was like, I shut the doors, and immediately they just started shaking violently again. And then, uh, and then I looked out the door, and there was no one there. I was like, yo, bro, something fucking weird's going on. And I was like, I was like I'll call you back. And I hang up the phone, and then I look outside, and then there's the, um, the sliding glass doors. They start shaking. And there's no one on the other side, but they just start shaking violently and uh, freaking me the fuck out. So that's everything that really happened in that house. But the, um, the other real scary stuff, I grew, when I grew up at St. Joan of Our Catholic Church, there was a graveyard behind our uh, our school. And so basically, anytime you looked out the classroom window, you were looking into a graveyard. We used to sit there and like stare at uh, funerals and stuff during our uh, during our like spelling class. And <laughs> it was very confusing for all of us. But one day after Boy Scouts, one night we were um, driving home, and the same kind of thing, a blue shadowy figure was uh, standing in the middle of the road. And... Me and my mom, my dad, we were driving, and me and my mom were just like, stop, stop, there's someone in the road, there's someone in the road, stop the car, stop the car. And my father drew th- drove through the person, and then me and my mom just started screaming out of our minds. My dad didn't see anything, and we were just screaming out of our minds, like, you just hit somebody with the car, we stop the car, we get out and look, and like, there's no, there's no one there, and it's nuts, and then we get back into the car, and then all of a sudden, the locks on the car just start going up and down like fucking crazy. And then we just went home. Fast forward, I don't tell anyone this fucking story. Fast forward, uh, I'm 16 years old, I'm driving with Tim Dean, our buddy Tim Dean, and uh, we're driving right past that same cemetery, and then he's just like, Eddie, watch out, there's someone in the road. And it was, he's like, I was like, what? I didn't see nothing. And then uh, then he was just, and then I I drove by, and he was like, dude, there was like a fucking dude, it was like a a shadowy blue like dude in the road i never told him the fucking story and then he was the same exact block same graveyard and so that was fucking that freaked me the fuck out that's insane that is absolutely <laughs> insane. that is a great story great. i think there's certain people that um i think there's certain people who are attracted to ghosts like our friend natalie our, mm-hmm. our beautiful yeah. beautiful friend natalie mm-hmm. um who uh she has always experienced ghost activity and you're just a person who just always sees it so yeah. this happened in two different houses or three um that is one of them's in a and this all that happened in one house okay and then the other thing happened outside of the same graveyard that's so amazing. Do you, have you experienced any hauntings other than in that house? Uh, yeah, there's one other. There's one other thing. My aunt, my whole family is very obsessed with ghosts and feels and like, very connected. Your mom's like that. Yeah, yeah, my mom, my aunt, my mom too. Yeah, yeah. and um, and my aunt's old place on Bachelor Avenue in Linden, New Jersey, like two blocks from Elizabeth. Bachelor Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Down. There is um. She just up- went there to find a single man. <laughs> They're all married. <laughs> what is this bullshit? It's right next to Irony Street. (laughs) (laughs) So the upstairs of this house was haunted. Nothing really happened on the bottom on the bottom level, but the upstairs of this place was haunted. They always complained about it. Nice to spend my summers there, and I remember the haunting was the there was three bedrooms and an attic upstairs, and like a loft space where we all played um, Atari. And in the middle bedroom was the most concentrated of the hauntings. And there was always a dude in the closet, and then in the attic area were two little kids. And sometimes you would hear, like, you know, kids or whatever. And I swear to God, you know, also, 
I'm five, you know, <laughs> right. so I could be way off. Yeah, base. yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, of course. You know, course. but you know, but like you know, I mean, I saw a Goblin when I was seven. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, never so. know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Hello, so. Marcus. <laughs> Kill your parents. <laughs> wait, wait. So Just Marcus looking in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year, thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins mother's day, but not this year. I'm coming back ready to win mother's day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I'm taking the crown. All right. Give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put, photos on it very very easily through the app it's fun to do and the memories keep cycling and i get emotional and we filled it with pictures of carmy and wendy and that is not sad that is celebratory so you should try it it's honestly a really good product right now aura has a great deal for mother's day listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get 30 dollars off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame that's a-u-r-a frames.com use code left at checkout to save Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Ashley's Memorial Day mattress sale is going on now. Save big on select adjustable mattress sets up to $1,200 on Beautyrest Black, up to $800 on Purple, and up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic. Plus, get 72-month special financing with select in-store mattress purchases made with your Ashley Advantage Synchrony credit card between May 14th and June 3rd. Visit your local Ashley store or ashley.com for better sleep and savings. Only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. No minimum purchase required. See store for details. And so there's just like I wake up and there's just like a dude at the end of my bed in the middle haunted bedroom. Right. And so we're freaking out. We don't know what's going on. You know, I, I, I run out of the room screaming. You know, I go into my cousin Christie's room and I just hug her until like I go to sleep. Was he yeah. hot? No, no, no. She's a 
She's a big girl. She's big I mean, it really <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was able to go to sleep so quickly. <laughs> Nothing better than getting scared and hugging the, a big girl. The graveyard story actually <laughs> reminded me of a story I haven't thought about in years of mine where I went to, and there was a graveyard that we used to drive past um, uh-huh. to my grandparents' house. And I always remember as a child, again, was like seven. I also think there's just something about how kids perceive the world and you're just open to different energies. It's just like yeah. what you are. Your brain's warming. Exactly. Um, but I... Was like we, every time we drove past the cemetery, I used to get so scared because in the cemetery, these balls of light would rise like up and down, like like, like fireflies, like fireflies. <laughs> fireflies. <laughs> Were they fireflies? Did Eddie just solve this entire ghost? Story? It's like we busted Ashley's by saying it's pot and coyotes in the forest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, let me let me finish. This is actually the scariest one, in my opinion. Even though I'm not directly connected to it, that's as far as my connection goes to it. But the hauntings... This is the one at your aunt's house? Yeah, my aunt's house in New Jersey. The hauntings were getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And my mother was up there for a while, um, just you know, staying with them for a week because my grandmother was sick. And she claims that you know, no one disputes it, that she was pushed down the stairs. She fell down the stairs. But she claimed that she was on top of the stairs and she w- she was staying in that same bedroom. And that's your Aunt Patty. That's my Aunt Patty. And my mother was the one pushed down the stairs. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, your mom would uh, – like your mom – your mom's a fun, is a fun woman, but I don't think she'd lie about being No, and this is also before she lost her mind. You know? Yeah. So she was yeah. still like – she was pretty sound of mind still at this point in her life. And she was – she came out of the middle bedroom and she was standing at the top of the stairs. And then what? She just – falls that's kind yeah. of ridiculous yeah. she felt like she was pushed and she ended up at the bottom of the stairs she I mean, broke her nose she broke her nose yeah absolutely fell down that's Jesus. luckily she fell down a flight of stairs she's lucky that's the only thing that happened but you haven't you haven't experienced anything then, since then or you haven't experienced no anything i haven't in New York. felt anything in a decade at least but i think but it makes the, sense. the 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 thing about this story that gets even crazier is that after that happened, my aunt, you know, is gung-ho. She's like, we're going to figure out what the fuck's going on, you know, because this has been happening for years. Mm-hmm. The kids are screaming at night, you know. It, these, you know, there's Yeah, people are getting scared all over this fucking house. Something, yeah. something is going on. Yeah. yeah. It, so they, they bring in a clairvoyant person, and they bring her to the house, and she immediately just starts going off, you know, just start going crazy. She's like, she's like it's coming from here. It's coming from the middle room. There was a, a man, and then they went to public records and checked all of it, and it yeah. was, like, pretty right. There was a man who worked for the mafia who hid, who, like, who was hiding money, and the fucking mob came and killed him and his two kids. Whoa. Whoa. So it's an actually. Shit. Yeah. So there's oh, there's a real backstory and you here. Saw, yeah. And you saw kids, and you saw the man. Yeah. Wow. We would hear the kids. I never saw the kids. Oh. I would hear kids coming out of the attic. I would hear little kids, and I'd, sometimes I'd think it'd be my cousin, but then all of a sudden I'd look at my cousin be, like, somewhere else. Yeah. Right. You know, but, and so there was all that going on. Then they, they brought it up. They looked it up in records. Like, it happened there. And then the lady, and the lady mentioned that the mafia guy was uh, hiding money or whatever. You know, so, of yeah. course, my aunt tore the house apart trying to find the money. <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> Trying to find all that sweet ghost There's cash. There's money in here. I yeah. know it for a fact. <laughs> but, uh, Penny, would you just... Calm down for a goddamn second. <laughs> I didn't go through all this for nothing. All right? I'm old this. Just my aunt with the back of a hammer digging into a fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> but um, she then. She finds a skeleton. But then the, um, the, the freakiest part of the whole thing is, you know, fast forward. We're out to, we're, 
this is uh, I'm 17, 18, and we're, we're at Olive Garden. It's me, my aunt, my cousin, and Noel. And Noel was. And I got to the end of the all you can eat possible. <laughs> I, I, I was eat so, Olive Garden. I was spooked so bad I shit my pants. <laughs> it's crazy. Garden. But uh, we were sitting there, and once again, this is, uh, happened again. We, we were in uh, in the house, and we're talking about the house. And then uh, my cousin, we weren't even talking about the ghost. We were just talking about the house. And my little cousin, Noel, she's like six at the time. She lived there until she was three. She's like, I miss the kids I used to play with. Oh, that's so fucking uh, creepy, dude. Yeah. And we're like, what? What'd you say? And she's like, the kids. I, I miss the kids that I used to play with at the house. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the so kids are the worst. Your aunt, <laughs> your aunt ended up moving out of the house. They were already moved out when she said this to us. This was it. This was, yeah, did, they where, did move out. Was the uh, ghost infestation a major reason for moving or? No, no. They got money and got out of the ghetto. <laughs> oh, okay. Good, good. <laughs> also in the ghetto. Very Candyman-ish. Oh, and, uh. One more thing about the house. Uh, the reason that the room went unchecked for so many years is because the person who lived in the room uh, we, we uh, would scream constantly, but it was my retarded uncle. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would live in the room, and he would scream <gasps> all the time. And Gross! <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wasn't retarded. Yeah, I know, but, like, that's what, it, like, ended up being figured out. But, like, they didn't check on anything for the longest time, because it was like, oh, it's just... He screams himself to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> naturally. Yeah. And so th- it went so long that no one, but, yeah, and we, you know, we never could, you know, rely on anything he said, but... What was what were some of the random rants that he would go on? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't around for that yeah. shit. I lived in Florida. But... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, that, that's uh, that was uh, the one thing I forgot about the house. Is that's we always amazing. Jesus, <laughs> oh, poor guy, poor fucking guy, already retarded, and no one believes him about the goddamn ghosts that are haunting his dreams. The man comes in the night and he pushes me around, and it's like he's a this we need to get more medication. He needs to eat more eggs. Yeah, <laughs> his room smells like death. Yeah, yeah. more eggs. Because well, it also it would fuck him, fucks them because uh, he um, he's not like retarded, retarded. He's got uh, the mentality of a twelve year old, and he can't. Get past that. He can't learn anymore. Uh, He's done yeah. learning. But then he slowly went blind and deaf. And so this is during the period when he's going blind and deaf, where he still can kind of hear and kind of see. But uh, Oh, yeah. So there, he's just the most unreliable witness on the face yeah. of the planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he would, <laughs> but yeah, no, he apparently. But he's would, constantly being viciously haunted. Right, right. Because <laughs> you know what's also ghosts will, will haunt him harder. It's like the yeah. girls are like playing on his bed while he's laying anywhere, and the man sitting there like pointing him, going, like, You did it. Well, it makes sense. <laughs> no that, one will believe you. It makes sense that if um if he was if it was a ghost hiding money. Or something like that, or hiding a certain something in that bedroom. You'd be very jealous of anybody. Like if you were in that if room. If it was a full, uh, like when it was a child in that room, maybe not so much, or a woman in that room, maybe not so much. But when it's a full-grown man in that room, oh yeah, the ghost probably felt very, very threatened, and it would, you know, it probably, it probably God went knows. after him the hardest. So like, God knows the, what happened to him. If that goddamn <laughs> retard spends all my money on Legos, I'm going to be so pissed off. It was like I was walking. I was walking with my girlfriend down the street the other day, and I saw that I was. It was like one of those things. There was this acute scarecrow, like cute scarecrow, like like laying on thing, and I was like, you know, if that thing was real, it'd be fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> the 
was imagining like the most terrifying thing that you can see, which is like, big, like hey everybody, hey, I'm a Spanish scarecrow. Hey. <laughs> Just imagining being in your retarded cousin's the uncle's like room, and he like the man's like his skin's flayed open like a giant bat, and like his ribs are talking at him and stuff like. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty honored in there. Uh, yep, yep. Better yeah, get him some good old, milk. Good old Uncle Eddie. <laughs> yeah, Uncle you were Eddie. named after him, right? No, I was named after my grandfather, oh, okay. who he was also named after. Oh, yeah. interesting. My child will never be born, so I won't have to worry about it. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> That's cool. Um, um, so it's weird, though. So have you spoken with your parents at all about the um, about the ghost that you saw uh, next to the graveyard that your father ran over? My mother does not remember it, and I don't talk to my dad. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, good. but, yeah, but uh, <laughs> I know the first story where it's like your father was in the chair and then he was gone. I was like, Eddie, are you sure this isn't just like an analogy for your relationship <laughs> with your dad? <laughs> and he just rocks his dad's little chair back and forth to pretend like he's in it. Uh, no, that's sad. Um, but it is. It's probably better that it was a ghost and not an actual person. Otherwise, your father would be in prison for killing somebody in a car. Yeah, so that's yeah, good. yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a bright side. Yeah. Well, that's a truly. Three, four truly terrifying. No, stories. those are all really fucking scary. Those yeah. are my those are my ghost stories. And do you That's are amazing. so? But you are not convinced in uh, of ghosts right now. Or? I mean, I don't believe in anything at yeah. all. But ghosts and spirits are the one thing that I will believe in because it's the one thing that pretty much every culture and religion does yep. believe in spirits. You know, you go. There's to the, something to they, it. They came from somewhere. If, you know, these Indi- come from somewhere. Indians, like Muslims, uh, everyone, everybody believes in fucking spirits, and so yeah. there's got to be something to that. You know, it doesn't. Like, people get pissed. It's like, oh, you believe in ghosts, but you don't believe in God. And I was like, well, you know, it makes more sense. Yeah, the fact that ghosts <laughs> exist means there's no heaven. There's no hell. We all stay here. We're stuck on this eternal <laughs> fucking earth, and it's awful. But no, yeah, I, I just think because your energy goes somewhere. Yeah, energy right. is create like uh, events. It's like uh, like just the fact that like our brains are filled with electricity. It's like that yeah. goes somewhere when you die. Right, it you shoots know. into your environment. Like, I always believe that that energy is what actually makes someone's personality. Yes, because otherwise we'd all be the fucking same, right? I Why guess would so. we all have different personalities if we all didn't have different energy coming out of our I, bodies? I guess mm-hmm. that's what like that's got a lot to do with it. It's like, sure. it's it's how it's also made. You know, it's like we're mostly fueled by grease, and yeah. cheese, cheese, and weed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm and going sauce. to work at a cheesesteak place later today. There yeah. we go. There we go. <laughs> well, that's great. Can you think of anything uh, that was uh, that you lost as a child that you were very very happy the ghost returned to your dresser? I had this one other story. I'll, I'll tell one more story. This this could I uh, I was going to see ID four with my buddy, and I'm jamming. you're the most haunted man. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was you know Ed Larson, the, the world's most haunted man. And I had um I had a book uh, sitting on top of my uh, my speaker, and I was listening to, I was listening to Filter real loud. You know, I was just jamming on a filter. You know, as so was the style at the time. <laughs> 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 was that the uh, Fool's Gold? Is like uh, uh, no, no, not that one. No, the album of Short Bus. The album before that. <laughs> hey man, nice shot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that song's fucking awesome. Yeah. Still awesome. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and so um, the book fell off my speaker, and I'm like, all right, but it like fell pretty far. It was like in the middle of my room. You know, and so it fell pretty far. And so I was like, ah, you know, that's weird. Whatever. I put it on top of my speaker. I leave the room and I come back and then the book's on top of my bed, which <laughs> is clearly on the other side of the room. 
And so I was just like, all right, Tim. Not Tim, uh, different Tim. Yeah. And I was like, all right, Tim, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so amazing. Yeah, I, just, I just grabbed him and I was like, let's That's get ridiculous. out of here. Well, you really did have a childhood of Tims. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and just jovial ghosts playing really fun practical jokes. I just wonder what happened to the development. I wonder what the fuck it was. Well, there, it was a plantation. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck, ah. man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you had the most haunted, a poor fucking the land. development on, yeah. a, on a slave ground? Yeah. 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 That's awful. They're, they they are still mad. It was uh, a... <laughs> they're really upset about <laughs> it. They should be. It, it was, uh, I think, stra- it was Strawberry Plantation. Okay. Oh, well, that's a little better. Oh, like Strawberry Cupcake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they thought it was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is adorable. Well, it's not you know, like guys. It's, I'd be really mad about like being forced to do all this, but these berries are just adorable. <laughs> <laughs> they cut off your tongue if you eat them, though. So just look at them. I mean, what would you rather work on? Strawberry plantation or like say potato plantation? Oh, potato. strawberry. Yeah, I like Stra- potatoes. Because then you can pronounce like, oh, come on, the strawberry plantation. The strawberry plantation. Well, potatoes are all you know. They didn't really. Were there slaves in Idaho? <laughs> I don't know. Did they even get that yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> no, people in Idaho worked because they chose to work. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Eddie. Those stories are fucking awesome, dude. Oh, thanks a lot. That's the guys. best. Thank you so That's much. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, I appreciate man. y'all having me. Spooky. Spooky. All right. Are we? Are you recording? Yes. Okay. Uh, hello, I'm John Moreno from the award-winning, very popular sketch comedy group Murder Fist. Uh, other credits include failed actor and, um, as I'm told, excellent waiter in a restaurant. <laughs> uh, so um, my scary story, uh, well, it's uh, not even a scary story. It's a real story. I lived in a house. I don't believe in ghosts. First of all, I'm going to go ahead and just say I think this is a remarkable series of coincidences brought on by the stress of living in a house that – um, was previously owned by the devil, probably. Um, so, uh, warning signs. I'll give you a setup for the house. Um, the house was uh, in Tallahassee, Florida. Very old house. Uh, had a moat around it, which was weird. Uh, so you had to cross a small bridge to just to get to the house. And uh, the trees, it was surrounded by trees. If you look at Tallahassee from above, it looks like one Capitol building sticking out of a forest. So the trees around that particular house were infested with bats. It was about two blocks away from a homeless shelter. And Florida homeless people are very aggressive. Uh, And the back door uh, to the house led to this, like, one foot by, like, four foot concrete slab to nowhere literally like a six foot drop off to the concrete sidewalk below and that was also enclosed by a canopy so you could see down and look at people but people couldn't see up and see you Uh, warning sign number one when I tried to move in my parents helped me move in uh, the dog the family dog that my parents brought would not enter the house you could not drag the dog into the house. It flat out refused to enter the house. It was terrified. The house itself um, was that kind of old where you could never get it clean. It was just intrinsically dirty. I swear you could renovate the whole thing and it would still be dirty. Just at the seams. It was infested with German cockroaches. Where the little ones, little ones, no matter how many times you got uh, 
uh, pest control out there, you could not get rid of the tiny German cockroaches. Um, <coughs> and then there were the nightmares uh, that I had frequently in the house, that different parts of the house would be on fire. You'd wake up, and I had very lucid dreams at the time. I'd open the fridge, it'd be on fire. The stove would be on fire. I would wake up in the middle of the night. Uh, it, we didn't have... It didn't have any heat. North Florida houses don't have, like, heating unless they're new. Uh, and so in the wintertime, it would get extremely cold, and I would wake up on fire, just sweating bullets. Uh, one night, I had a very wonderful dream. I woke up, and... I could see my room kind of in 360. I don't know if you've ever been there. Um, I could see myself. I was inside myself. I could see myself, and everything around me was just fire and brimstone, red, and, like, imagine, like, hearing, like, (laughs) and all of a sudden I'm lifted out of my bed, thrown against the wall, like, thud, smack. I hit the ground. And I'm fucking terrified. And I just, all I can do is like crawl back into my bed. I get back into my bed and then black. And then I wake up and it's morning. And all I can think is, holy fuck, that happened. Oh my God, that just fucking happened. Um, so everything kind of spearheaded in this house. Oh God, there's so many different fucked up things that happened. Uh, but spearheaded one day when my roommate had a friend staying over kind of freeloading she was going to be there forever uh, but about four days in she just up and leaves and I go to my roommate and I go well why is she so quick to leave I didn't even say goodbye and he goes well she was really freaked out she said last night while she was sleeping on the couch she saw someone who looked like they had half of their body burned off in a fire walking in between our bedrooms and that's when we started trading stories. And it turns out we'd both been having dreams where the house had been on fire. He had also been having night terrors where he'd wake up hearing screaming. Uh, and um, <laughs> we did a little research on the house. And it turns out where that house had been a century or so before, there used to be a big plantation. Tallahassee was a big plantation town. And there had been a slave quarters, approximately where our house had been, uh, that burned down uh, and killed all its uh, inhabitants. So, you know, a lot of series of coincidences. Um, Then I moved out, and uh, about six months later, uh, I had a friend who was still in Tallahassee, or was passing through Tallahassee, who called me up and said, Hey, I just went by that house that you used to live in. Uh, It burned down. Uh, Missed you. Yeah. I should have stayed there longer. What would happen? You'd be dead. I'd probably be dead. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and the house would just attract the most creepy people. Uh, Like, one time I was just walking up to my house, and I hear from behind me, You gotta help me! And I turn around, and there's this woman who's just bleeding profusely from her wrists and holding a butcher knife walking towards me. (laughs) And I'm like, uh oh, nope, nope, nope. So I turn around and start walking away. My roommate literally just starts running, runs inside the house ahead of me and locks the door to leave me with the crazy woman with the butcher knife and the bleeding wrists. And she's like, you gotta fucking help me. My husband, he tried to murder me. He threw me out the window. 
And I'm like, no, this is not butcher knife, slashed wrist. No, no, there's no husband. You, the husband's in your mind. So I tell her, okay, I'll help you, but you got to drop the knife while my roommate's calling 911. And then she just is like, okay, drops the knife and gets all casual. It's like, hey, can I bum a cigarette? And just starts telling me her life story while she's like, I'm like, lady, you've got to keep applying pressure to wrists. I'd given her some clods to hold her wrists. Uh, another one of my favorites was uh, I'm, you know, sitting in my house playing Tekken 3, probably stone, trying to ignore the German, cho- uh, German cockroaches. When I hear a uh, rapid knocking at my back door, which is the door that leads to nowhere. That's the, the death door with the concrete slab to nowhere, Seville. So that's startling, and I just hear, hey, it's Roy Dave, or your neighbor Dave, let me in, let me in. I let him in, and uh, Dave's my neighbor who's also uh, a grad science teacher at FSU at the time. And I'm like, dude, what's up? Why are you at my back door? And he goes, oh, man, it's crazy. I was walking here, and some guy just started walking next to me going, and he grabs me around the shoulder, and he's just starts going, hey, man, I'm your friend, right? I'm your friend, man. I ain't going to hurt you. I ain't gonna, I'm not going to stab you, man. Because we're friends, right? Because I would never do that. I would never stab you. And so I just broke away from him and I ran here. And I was like, oh, you came to my house. Great. That's wonderful. I was, you know, I was you, just about to ask you about that story. It's like, I'm a friend, man. I can stab, stab you. We're friends, right? Now, Henry does that all the time to me. <laughs> hey, man, what's up, man? What are you doing? We're friends, we're friends right? We're friends, man. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking kill you, man. I ain't going to fucking flip out and kill you, bro. I'm going to cut your throat in your sleep, man. Well, that's great. It seems like the house really attracted some interesting characters. Uh, Especially since, John, you live there. Yeah. You're one of the characters. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Now, my first question is, were you doing a lot of acid at the time? No, surprisingly not. I wish. This was before I could find acid or mushrooms in Uh, Tallahassee. That was actually really true. There was not a lot of acid in Tallahassee. The acid was very rare in Tallahassee. You'd get mushrooms, but you'd have to really get in that community of, like, people who went and literally picked the mushrooms out in Quincy, Quincy, Florida. Yeah. 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 Out in the Cayapades. Tallahassee was more of a licking frogs, huffing gasoline kind of town. Yes, 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 yes. I know it well. Um, And that house, too, was also very... um, Horrible. It yeah. was a horrible house. And because yeah. uh, I uh, Yoni, right? What, what's his name? Yoham. Yo, not Yo, Yoham. 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 Uh, Yoni's my friend. Um, yeah, he was a uh, strange guy. Yeah, he just dipped one day. Like, I just woke up and he was like, a sign going, like, sorry, dude, couldn't do it anymore. Peace. I want to go back to this. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's, that's, a te- that's a Tallahassee roommate thing. Yeah. Well, the German cockroach is an overall uh, haunting infestation of a home, tends to drive people out. But yeah, no yeah. heat, no AC. It was just it sounds old awful. slave quarters. Uh, so were you? Did you notice any physical bruises on you when you woke up the morning after you were accosted by this uh, demon ghost or a uh, very no, upset slave ghost? No, no bruises. Which is why I say again, like you know, I've always been known to have weird nightmares, and it was you've like, had horrible, vivid nightmares. Yeah. Uh, so I think you know, I'm going to go ahead uh, equate it to the stress of the house and being like a freshman in college, also. Right. So. That, that energy carries, though. I really think that, like, especially when the, uh, true traumas happen, especially in the South. The, well, the South is very haunted I, I, by I will, all the negative things that have happened there. If I were to give any uh, hey-tay to ghosts, I would say that there, there any is... Any what to ghosts? Any, any <laughs> hey tip, tip of the hat, hey, any nod. A hey-tay. A uh, hey-tay. Hey, 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 ghost. Hey, how are you? Um, I would say... I love you, John! <laughs> oh, they're back, they're back! Uh, I, I would say, you know, you give the energy to make them possibly potent or dangerous or, you know. That's not dangerous. They're just trying to, they're just, they're just desperate for attention. They're desperate for any sort of energy. Well, they're yeah, sad and lonely. they're dead. Yeah. 
Um, and when you spoke with your roommate about some of his more nightmarish evenings, did he have any tales that stick out in your mind that was surprisingly similar? No. Yeah, exactly. Like like parts of the kitchen being on fire that you just couldn't put out, the house itself being on fire, waking up sweating, um, also waking up hearing screaming, uh, like, you know, the, the, the exact same fucking dreams, essentially. I wonder if people died in the fire of the house in modern times. I wonder if it killed a family. Well, or I know that it ended up being the place could not be rented. Like I was the last. I think I was the last idiot that rented it. I think a, a frat that was nearby. Oh yeah, they bought. They're going to expand over there. So yeah, it was, but the, it then was the they screams up, of girls being raped. Yeah, <laughs> they ended up using it as a squatting place. Like and uh, that's the one thing is that there there was just a lot of junkies. Yeah, no, like they when they finally cleared it out, there were like jars of piss and shit in there. Yeah, so. that's fine. <laughs> For some reason, when you said it was full of German cockroaches, I just pictured little chocolate bars with legs. That's well, just, I mean, that speaking is how German, you treat them. Speaking really in German <laughs> accents, oh, what's such delicious chocolates? Why don't you call me? seems like a selling point to me. I don't know why you're upset about that. I know, I can't I feel it's a gooey center. Would you like some nougat? Would you like some caramel? We are blessed by the devil. <laughs> That's really exciting. So, um, when you mo- when you first moved into the house, did you feel like there was any energy in there? While you were signing the lease, did you sign it in blood, or was the realtor like, "Okay, sign the papers. I got to get out of here. I have another house to go sell real quick that isn't think, haunted." I don't even think I ever met the actual landlord. All I remember is there were these two dudes uh, who were constantly kind of doing work on and around the house, the house, <laughs> but actually getting nothing accomplished. Right. Uh, these two like Tallahassee like like old boy like half hippie half redneck kind of guys like yeah that look like Vietnam vets. I don't even remember their names. They were the only contact I really had. My name's Turk and this is Dirk, and well, we yeah. do shoveling work. <laughs> just about there, just like sticking a shovel in the dirt yeah, over no, and over just again, making sure that moat is uh, nice and still there. Yeah. <laughs> nope. No power line there. Nope. No, no power, power line there. Still a moat. I'll find hey a, there, house. Found a power line. Thousands of ghosts in that there house. <laughs> well, be seeing you, white boy. Uh, <laughs> See you, little Johnny. Uh, Come on, give us a kiss. Give Turk a kiss. So, give us Turk. Oh, I think you just want to kiss him. You just want to kiss John. Well, he's got he's got delicate ladies' lips. Do you try and kiss all of your guests? No. He does try to kiss quite a few of them. Hey, you know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, I, uh, I mean, he's no Thomas Dale. But. Immediately, uh, yeah, that's it. Thomas Dale's got um, he's a rapist. That's for you, Thomas Dale. I would classify him. Um, but yeah, I, um, no, I just sniff the seats. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he is a bit of a seat sniffer. That's oh, what we're working give on. it on, give it on. Where's the truffles at? Where's the truffles at? That's right. He's a real human pierogi. I'm gonna leave, I'll leave um, quite a few truffles for you. But given this past experience that you have with a haunted house, you still don't fully believe in ghosts. Nah. Is that because right. you just stupid. don't want uh, to? I hope a ghost kills you. I want to not believe in ghosts because if I, I'm already a paranoid enough person as it is, if I believe in ghosts, I'd be constantly terrified and I would bring them into existence to haunt me until I eventually started killing others. But, but what if it's half and half? I think it's half and half. I think like uh, we're talking about with Ed and, and and our friend Natalie. It's like there are people that are immediately sensitive to to receiving hauntings, well, and they um you it's it's a willful choice. I sort used of. to see ghosts as a kid too. Um, Do you have a story that you want to talk about? Well, I always hated when kids see ghosts. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst. Like. Mama, 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 there's a man in the top hat in the closet. Shut up, Jeremy! <laughs> yeah, no, my mother loves to tell the story of how uh, after my grandfather died uh, that uh, I was staring out the window, and my mother was like, what are you staring at, honey? And I go, Grandpa, why is Grandpa up in the tree? Ah! 
and he on his deathbed, like all he like kept saying, it was like maybe it was a weird like he was losing his mind thing, but he's like, uh, I just wish I was outside in the trees. I just, I just wish I was outside in the trees. Yeah. <laughs> there he was. <laughs> and I was like, I was Ew. like two, so putting those two together, I don't know. Uh, and then uh, when I was like six or seven, I had two you characters. You know, but your parents just had just hung his body up. Just yeah. hung him from the tree. There was no funeral <laughs> for Grandpa. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, he wanted him to get be up in the trees. apart by the birds. Uh, Gave him a sky burial. <laughs> Yeah, that's a nice sky <laughs> burial. Sky burial. Hmm. Like Have you ever seen sky burial? No. Look it up online. Uh, yeah. It's fascinating. Late at night. What's the What's the newest uh, horror film that just came out with a little girl? On the, like, Sinister? Sinister. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, we, it was we, not very good. Yeah, we, good? Uh, uh, it's really sad. Holden pointed out that in our si- top 666 of horror movies, we were like, we've already, at this point, we've already seen Sinister <laughs> and we loved it. But guess what? Sinister blew. It uh, kind of sucked a yeah. large, large donkey dick. <laughs> but what can oh, you did do? you come around? Uh, no, I haven't. I don't hate the movie. I just, it just wasn't what I wanted to. I thought yes. the whole Jewish priest thing was a weird angle to come from. No, you're talking about the possession. Oh, yeah. the possession. Okay. Which this also is a Jewish sucked. horror film that was yeah. also supposed to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't see, I didn't that, see that, one. that one. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah. Right. we saw the goy sinister. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you were saying. Oh yeah. Then well, later on, I had two. Um, Ghosts I would see constantly, and one of them I, uh, I called like his name was the Herky Jerky Man. Lion-O was this just the was big me. dude with the lion's head, and the other one was I that's called, just straight from Thundercats. I know, yeah. and the other yeah. one I well, I, the other one I called the Tooth Fairy because she looked like a princess, uh, and uh, she was one would be in the bathroom and one would be in the closet. I hate that. But I also used to sleepwalk as a kid. So, like, my brother cool. would what wake a creepy, up. Horrible, my brother would. <laughs> haunted child you were. Just my, like walking around. Like, mama, mama. Where's the tooth fairy? Mr. Tooth fairies. Tell me I kill you. I kill you. I kill you. Yeah, but like, I would like wake up in the middle of the night and I would just see the lion man in the bathroom just with his mouth open going. <laughs> well, that's terrible. That's going to really fuck with your potty training. That's just bad. That's just bad. Well, it turns you. out it, it coincided <laughs> with my brother would like snore once a night and I would wake up just in time to hear him snore and see the lion guy and then just be terrified for the rest of the evening with my like sheet above my head, like trying to wake up my brother going. I remember one time I had almost died of uh, pneumonia when I was a kid when I was like six or seven and I was sitting and I remember the times like I was sitting and I was like 104 temperature like like laying in bed at night and my mom had finally left me alone in the room and I'm sitting there like sweating and staring at the wall and I had this like nightlight and the nightlight was going and I saw imaginary children dancing in the shadows. That's kind of fun. It yeah. was kind of fun. Yeah. They were beckoning me to come with them to the shadows. To the shadow <laughs> But I didn't go. To the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> if only I did, though. You uh, wouldn't be here now. No, I'd be dead. Yeah. 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 So the, I guess. It would the, be a different podcast. The tooth fairy would be in the closet and I would sleep with the light on, too, because I was terrified of the dark. Um, and, you know, in dreams, you can't adjust light level. So okay. I, I would walk over to the closet and I would open it and close it. And I'd open it and she'd just be standing in there, just kind of like smiling. And I'd close wow. it and I'd flick the light on and off, on and off. And my brother would wake up in the middle of the night and, of course, just see a kid, five year old, six year old kid, just standing there turning a light on and off. Well, you were probably sleepwalking. I was sleepwalking. And that was his yeah. haunted story. But yeah, that was my his, brother used that was to just his like horror story. Really yeah. creep me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, and this is the story of the world's creepiest younger brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Hey, Mike, you see the tooth in the closet? Go to bed, John. <laughs> just, just go, go to bed. Please. Go to bed. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> You're creeping me out right now, John. Well, that's really, really interesting stuff, John. That's really great, John. I'm happy you got out of that house before it burnt to the ground. Yeah. I sure. sort of am. 
It you are. You are. You're it happy John Cena. Ch- it would have completed the story. It's already taken the part of my soul that it wanted to. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Speaking of crazy dreams, I had a dream where I had made sweet love to Emily Heller last night. <laughs> you so. got to wow. you you yeah. let this out slowly. You know? uh, yeah. Yeah. Was, that a, was that a dream or was that a uh, no, no, something no, you were man. thinking about? Uh, Listen to Baby Geniuses on <laughs> Baby <laughs> Comedy Radio. <laughs> no, we weren't, we weren't making love. I was on a date with her, though. Uh, she was, you, I oh. thought you said you made love to her. No, it was an exaggeration. <laughs> I, uh, we just went on a date. <laughs> Uh, Secret wish. Yes. So, yes, Emily, I am available. <laughs> I'll be sure to tell her when I record with her on Saturday. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> well, she, well, she's going to listen to this, right? No. no Come no. on. Listen to Come it, Emily on, Heller. Emily. Listen to the podcast. Come on. Come on. It doesn't matter. All right. Um, well, thank you, John. Thank That's you. Really Thank you, Johnny Moringa. Stuff. That was a really scary story. Yeah. That was very fucked up and horrible. Can and I, you've led a scary life. Can I ask you one last thing? Of course. What? Have either of you ever had a dream where you were a hermaphrodite without skin sucking your own cock? You know what? I have not. No. No. Have no, no. you, by any chance? Well, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> John Thank you, buddy. That was amazing. Exactly. If there's anything better than getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's, it's getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's for less in the McDonald's app. Mm. Delicious. Order in the McDonald's app today. Right now, only in the app. Enjoy a breakfast sandwich for just $1, like a sausage McMuffin with egg. Offer valid one time per day from 429 to 512 at participating McDonald's. Must opt into rewards. Mom, I got the job in Manhattan. Do you have a warm enough winter coat? What about your car? I'm selling it with Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer. How? I enter my license plate number, miles, condition, upload photos, and boom, an official cash offer from a local dealership. A cash offer instantly? Oh, did you call Aunt Stella? She's right there in Massachusetts. Mom, I literally just got the job. Not everything is as simple as selling your car with Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer. Price it, fix it, trade it, sell it, kbb.com it. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Hello, I'm Justin Tyler. Uh, I, you guys probably know me as the star of a lot of failed uh, hidden camera reality series pilots, uh, which uh, if you're into like old VHS tapes, you know about them. So uh, I have a scary story for you. Uh, when I was uh, 10 years old, I have a younger brother who was eight and a younger sister who at the time was like four. And uh, my other cousin, Michael, it's a girl named Michael, scary already, she was babysitting us. And so it was also a, a lunar eclipse. So we were sitting on the lawn. We, I grew up in the country. We were sitting on the lawn. We were watching Lunar Eclipse. And she's like, have you guys ever heard the legend of Obadiah O'Reilly? And we were like, oh, uh, no, that sounds cool. And she was like, well, th- there's a castle, actually, in the woods not too far from here, an old castle. And uh, Obadiah O'Reilly lives there, and he, um, he, was, uh, he was into astronomy. He, so he had a telescope in the top of his tower. And one night uh, on a lunar eclipse, just like tonight, he was looking through his telescope, and he saw the, the, the moon, uh, and it changed color during the eclipse, and then it opened like an eye, 
like an eyelid opening, and then I stared at Obadiah O'Reilly. We were like, whoa, that's unsettling uh, at the very least. And, uh, and so it drove him insane, and he was like a sort of a regular guy for a guy that lives in a castle in the woods. And uh, so he waited. He built a rocket ship all over the next couple of years until the next lunar eclipse, built a great rocket ship, spent all his money, grew a weird long beard. Uh, his clothes turned to rags. He, he gave up on everything to build this rocket ship, built the rocket ship, then the next lunar eclipse was happening. He got in the rocket ship, and he blasted off just as the moon was changing color. And uh, got up close to the moon, and then the moon opened like an eye, and then another eye opened next to it, and then a nose, and then a mouth, and he flew in and vanished. Now, that's not a scary story per se. That's like a weird story. We were fucking terrified. (laughs) We were like, what? Because it was, and we were young, but like the fact that the moon is right there, we were like, if it's happening here, it's probably happening. It's super fucked up. So we're terrified, and she's like, she scared the shit out of us, so huge success. So we went back, uh, went back in the camp, in the house, and we're hanging out. And all of a sudden, off, like an hour goes by, and off down at the end of the driveway, we see this, like, white blur. And we're like, oh, yeah, okay. It's, uh, that's unsettling. Uh, and, so, and we're like, Michael, Michael, there's this, this blur out there. And we're like, oh. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's probably just a dog. I'm like, yeah, great, great excuse. So we're hanging out, and then we hear little tip-taps on the window, like little, like, Tink, tink, tink. And we're like, what is that? Is it raining? No. And then we, it's like little rocks. We see one of them. We're like, oh, fuck. His house is made of rocks because it's a castle. He has a lot of rock. Obadiah Raleigh has a lot of rock access. And so we're like, fuck. Uh, and then she, so she starts to panic. And she was like a wild teenager. She partied a lot, was like, like painted as a young child, which was like, why are you? You're not an artist yet. You're like just a weird kid. And so she, like, she immediately panics, and she gives, she, we had, in our closet, we had a gun, like a rifle. So she's like, Justin, 10-year-old Justin, you, you have the rifle. If they come in, like, take the shot. And I was like, take the shot? So she gives, and she gets, pulls out, like, a big fucking horror knife, an actual kitchen knife, and gives it to my younger brother, who's eight. And it's like, John, here. And then we were like, what about Kate? And I'm like, ah, she can't, Kate's my younger sister, she, she can't wield anything, so she's not important. Then Michael took, like, a baseball bat and so we're like crowded in the corner and this is as real as shit got especially at that age it was like we're we're either gonna die or be be murdered or you're gonna die or murder so then uh so then we see the, the white blur gets closer uh and we can't it's like running fast but it's really dark out so we can't really see and then all of a sudden we see something run by the window the closer window and the rocks are coming at the same time we're like it's over it's too much too much going on at once all of a sudden the door opens and in walks this guy, and Michael freaks out. I pointed a gun at a man at the age of 10, and I'll tell you what, I pulled that trigger. It wasn't loaded, but I pulled a trigger. If it was loaded, I would have killed a person based on a fucking moon story. My younger brother starts running at the dude with the knife up, and that's when my, uh, my cousin, my other cousin Jackie, starts laughing behind the guy. It was her and her boyfriend who we didn't know. And John, but John doesn't know. He's like running at the guy with a knife, ready to also kill as an eight-year-old. And all of a sudden, Michael's like, "No, stop! We have to physically stop him. Otherwise, he would have shed this kid's blood." That age, they all thought it was funny, and we were like, "There was." That's when I officially like lost hope. 
See, that's that's great. It sounds like a modern day retelling of the Heart of Darkness. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> where you and look deep into the pit of the madness that lies within you. And we weren't allowed to watch GI Joe as kids, so like I didn't know like about a lot of stuff. So this really, you truly was like I was like <laughs> I was it. in this country. I was like yeah, I had to run through the jungle. That's fun. I couldn't stop thinking about Obadiah O'Reilly just basically living Henry Zabrowski's dream life. Yeah, <laughs> just growing a large beard, covered in rags, going towards the moon. Yeah, living like Will Smith or um, uh, like, Will like Will Smith. Smith? No, uh, at the end of Independence Day, not Will Smith, the other character who goes up there, uh, Randy what? Quaid. Randy, Randy Quaid. Quaid. Yeah. Quaid. Often, back, motherfuckers. No, often okay. confused yes. actors. Will yeah. Smith and Randy Will Smith, Quaid. Randy Quaid. Oh yes, Co- was it cousin Randy? Uh, yeah. Not from uh, National Lampoon. National Lampoon. Anyway, um, doesn't matter. Obadiah O'Reilly, though, is like uh, endures in my brain is a very real like a thing that like always like pops up. Do oh. you still do you have any sort of like bad dreams about Obadiah O'Reilly? Uh, you well, occasionally, especially like if I'm in the woods, like I often like see his face. Because <laughs> 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 we grew up in the country, yeah. so we're back up there a lot, and I'll be like walking in the woods, and I'll be like, and I can just like catch it out of the you know the corner of your eye, and you're like, fuck, I because just, it doesn't connect the two stories. It was the same night, but it doesn't connect really at all, except for it put us in this place where we could murder as a child right yeah. <laughs> I mean Words, yeah, yeah it's like uh, like the blood diamond armies yeah exactly <laughs> like are exactly. just like them well it's said They're that the jungle is within all children <laughs> exactly do, I, do you feel different after pulling the trigger on a, uh, on a man <laughs> I mean you could you would have killed well especially I was like I'm doing the right thing I'm protecting right. everyone. I one one other night, I had like killed a bat in the house, and so mm-hmm. it was sort of it felt like the same thing. Like, oh, this getting rid of this pest, this <laughs> this yeah. pest who's trying to hopefully like a haunted uh, murderer. And I then can kill he, a grown man. Yeah, well, I set the gun down, and I was like, "Mommy, I want to see his soul leave his eyes." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I know, I know you do. And that's when I knew I was going to get into comedy. <laughs> yeah, sounds my like dad a... used to do the same thing. We used to go up and visit, um, like George, all the time. Every every, uh, I was just up there last weekend. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't remember. Gorgeous. It's been since I since I was like a little kid, and we used to drive. And my dad used to do this thing where he's just like, you know, uh, this is also when he was a horrible drunk. But he's like, he used to be like, you know. Uh, up around these hills, you got these uh, mental asylums out here. And sometimes these guys, they, uh, they break out. They do all this stuff. And then he would That's shut the lights off like while we were driving. He's like, they could pop out at any time. You know, it's like, and we would just scream. We were just back on. Like, 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 I love that. Horrible, like mind-bending What horror. a slapdash horror story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, you kids, uh, I'm bored of driving, so you ever <laughs> yeah, think uh, there's yeah. wolves yeah, everywhere? wolves and shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck, watch, the lights are off. They could it's be like in your face. <laughs> What do you think about that, huh? It's, ah, it's never mind. <laughs> now I'm going to jerk up. off a little bit. <laughs> and the irony is, up. like, the real thing that you should have been scared is, uh, of is the fact that your father was wasted behind oh, the wheel. Oh, he was driving drunk. Yeah, yeah. true horror story. It <laughs> sounds <laughs> a lot like my childhood. Childhood. Yeah, my dad animal. used to do that all the time. He'd be wasted, and then he'd just turn the lights off. In the middle of nowhere, and there's no lights anywhere. It's just pitch dark. We're because just barreling that's through. Only and when you're laughing, laughing. Yeah, that's laughing. when it's funny. Because yeah. when you're when you're sober, you yeah. know how difficult it is to drive without your lights on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One yeah. little bend in the road. When you're, you're drunk, dead. you're Everyone's like, I'm dead. not looking at the road anyway. So what does the fucking matter if there's lights on or not? But you, it just, <laughs> I could never. Point, man. I'm yeah. still trying to search for the fear that I felt as a child. Now I'll never like. I don't feel that. But I remember just being like, scary stuff. But I feel like if you're scared that much at a young age, then as you grow older, you're like, oh, this is nowhere near as terrifying. I know. That's what I'm it could fucking, have been. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fucking the best at everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, after you've been scared that much when you're a kid, 
I'm just like, yeah, whatever. If I Obadiah O'Reilly, fucking yeah. beat his ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, push, I'll pull his pants down and push him down the street. It's such a dorky story. Also, is like he's into astronomy. He like builds and builds a rocket ship. And it we were such dorky kids. We were like, oh fuck yeah, that's of course. Good. It could yes, happen to me. Of course, absolutely. No, it sounds like an African folk tale. Yeah. <laughs> like with like the moon opening its eye. You know, it's yeah. like no, 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 Yeah, and a Nazi was with us there. The Spider King danced, and we all learned a lesson. We all learned to never forsake peanut butter for being. Mud, you know, like some weird, like <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. Doesn't no, doesn't good one, well, that's why Anansi was a riddle king. He was. He was a riddle king. I I had a book called Anansi. I had a Nancy book that I had yeah. stolen from the library, <laughs> and I felt like I was a little child version of Anansi. Yeah, he was very What's <laughs> mischievous. He's a mischievous spider god. He's oh, like Loki, but for African folklore. Yeah. Ah. And there's also a huge African tribe that does believe in the reptilian. Uh, they they believe that they came directly from the reptilian uh, alien army. Well, we can't even begin what? that conversation right now because again. that's going to last about three hours. <laughs> yeah, we yes. do not have wow. time to get into the reptilian agenda Go. at this moment. Uh, we've got uh, to. We already did one whole episode about the alien agenda, uh, which has <laughs> involved the, the reptilian, like right. where we came from, the draconian race. Yeah. Um, I've learned so much more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, yes. Wow. Oh, yes. I, I don't know. I mean, more I would nonsense. Focus on other areas. You seem to be like an expert in that one. Now I just have to learn about he other does. stuff. He, I can't really like do, I can't do my taxes. Yeah. But I definitely can <laughs> yeah, tell you about exactly. several different reptilian alien races and how they started different modern civilizations. God, I just yeah. feel like a father at a PTA meeting with my yeah. son. Like, <laughs> right. he does like his alien yeah. stories. <laughs> yes, he no, does. No, that, yeah, Henry, he moved to the, the lizard people. He's one of the lizard people. <laughs> He's a. Interesting. Yeah. No, because that's what I keep saying. I just want to be their jester. Have oh, you, uh, so, Justin, have you pointed and shot a gun at anybody else in uh, since, since in your life? Since then, I have not. I've avoided shooting guns until recently. And, then, and now you're back into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know they hurt when you shoot a gun. Yeah. It hurts like the person who shoots. No, it, <laughs> it's like when your father spanks you and you're like, this hurts it, me too. And yeah. like it stings his hand a little it bit. It does sting. Well, like it kicks back very far. Yes. Yeah. And, you got you got to really get your shoulder into it. Yeah. It's all about the shoulder. If you try shooting a shotgun and you don't have your shoulder in the right place, you're going to fuck yourself up Break real good. Shoulder. Do well, you, you feel- an accent just formed in your voice. Yeah, that's well, what happened. Anytime I start talking about guns, <laughs> that's when Break the te- your shoulder right off, mate. <laughs> yeah. When that Texas accent comes out. Is there any part of you that feels bad for not killing a person at 10? Because really that would be the last time in your life that you would be able to get away with murder you're right you i mean well and also like i don't know what like if that ever like the police came and they were like what the fuck happened here and i'd be like oh well the moon yeah <laughs> the moon opened up like a great eye in the sky i would be in a room just like this permanently <laughs> yeah. if i had killed that man that's possible plus he was that like he was gonna take his rocket ship to the straight to the moon <laughs> yeah i mean i think if you explain the obadiah o'reilly story to the yeah. cops they'll understand they'll be like oh yes i forgot we are inside a goosebumps novel <laughs> <laughs> yeah rl stein later went on to write me <laughs> yeah that's uh, great it's a great well and the, yeah and it's like a shit but it is like a shitty twist at the end and it was her boyfriend <laughs> The whole time. And now he's dead. Yeah. Now he's a fucking he's a fucking lampshade. Yeah. We caught him up and we took out his guts. And then, now we live in his skin. Right. And then the last line is like, and then the moon winked. Winked. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's and everyone because the moon was right all along. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Moon. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a wonderful story, Justin. Thank you so uh, much thank for you. Thank you for pleasure. being with us on this day. It's a thank G- you. <laughs> Wow, nice. <laughs> on spe- it's because uh, it's Halloween. We have not kn- we like this episode's coming out on Halloween, oh, and we have not fuck. mentioned it once. So enjoy lighting your votive candle uh, and enjoy the the holy uh, yeah. ceremonies and, of Samhain. And hopefully, you set many a fire last.
last night. Yes. And it burned the city to the ground. Oh, well. okay. <laughs> you guys celebrate Halloween in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Some people yeah. we go candy, all out. some people burn yeah. down the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, whatever. Well, and good night to all the lizard people out there. And Anansi. Ah! <laughs> Scream! <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thanks, Justin. Thank you, you guys. Always a pleasure. Yes, yes. Four creepy tales from last podcast on the left. I dare you to sleep now, young viewer. (laughs) Indeed, they're going to have a very, very hard time sleeping. If you you? wake up in hot sweats, it's probably because there's a burnt child running across your living room right now. Go check. Go check it. Get out of bed. Go check. Go check it. Oh, my God. Is the oven on? But you turn it off. But it's on? Oh, no, you're actually just making a pizza. <laughs> That's fine. I forgot about that pizza. What uh, a wonderful four tales of absolute ghoulish horror. Yeah. I love we, it. We had a, a full body uh, apparition. Uh-huh. Which you, which is very rare. Yeah. And uh, we also had uh, we, we had physical contact being made by John Moreno. He was actually abused by a ghost. I haven't heard that very often. You know, with uh, Ed Larson, his mother got pushed down a flight of stairs. Not too much ghost power there. But no, no, act- no, no. But that is that's but that's pretty common. But you to know. actually pick up uh, a man of, I mean, John Moran is a light feather, light as a feather. Yeah, he was fatter then. He was fat. Yeah. Oh so yeah. He used to be fat and bloated and, and awful. Really? Well, not really fat, fat. But yeah. he drank a lot more, and right. so he was more. Like, he fat. probably drank he a lot d- more no, beer. He drank more <laughs> beer. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now okay. he just drinks a bottle of gin every night in order to put himself to sleep. Yeah. Right. But that's right. different. That's medicine. Well, you have to you have to stop the night screams. And the only way to anything, do that is an entire bottle of Anything that kills rooms. the devil in your brain. That's you know? right. That's what I do. That's the sign that you're a true alcoholic, by the way. When you switch to beer, when you switch from beer to liquor because you don't want to be fat and you don't want the social stigma <laughs> of having like the red nose and Santa Claus drunk. We're like Santa Claus drunks. Yeah. Yeah, you because know? we're fun. Yeah, we're fun. We're because jolly we're, drunks. I don't really need – booze doesn't make me a better person. Wontons make me a better person. And your soup uh. dumplings that you were plowing oh, through your sweet, mouth. Yes, sweet, sweet soup dumplings. <laughs> I burned my mouth so thoroughly yesterday. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, for those that don't know, with a soup dumpling, it's a very controversial food. Where is it popular in? Shanghai. Shanghai. Oh, <laughs> you come on down. Oh, soup dumpling. Uh, you make sure you eat it really good hot. Burn your mouth. Very hot, yeah. <laughs> so so it's, it's a dumpling, and then it's filled with soup, which I thought was a very controversial way to serve Much like uh, serve many of the, the horrible, horrible, terrible stories we've heard over this podcast. Absolutely. Mm. Hot soup. Is filled with them. That's very <laughs> correct. <laughs> yeah, I'm don't. good with the segues. I should be a host of a show. You are the host of a Am show. Am I? Well, we're all hosts of a show. I just feel like I feel like I'm constantly a special guest. You well, you are a special <laughs> that's, man. That's why. So, like, that's how I view life. That's everywhere good. I go. Where like I'm just like on this very special episode, Henry's here making shenanigans. <laughs> no, yeah, I think that that's fine because I always feel like I'm I'm hosting the world. So it's it's, <laughs> it's very interesting. And Marcus just it is strange watches how you, and you makes do name judgments. my credits everywhere we go. I do. I do. <laughs> I'm more of a yes. I am definitely a watcher type character. Yes, making yeah. sli- silent like judgments. Like the watchers, like David Ike's the watchers. No, mm-hmm. more like Marvel Comics the watcher, in which I have swore myself to never interfere, yet I constantly do. Ooh, very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> uh, but no, wonderful four terrors, uh, four uh, t- tales, terroristic, of terror. terroristic. I like that. Uh, yes, uh, tales. Yes, and Al Qaeda uh, level. Terror stories. <laughs> remember yeah. the. Remember the uh, I mean, the, the I can say chart. myself, John telling that story, just as scared as the people on like you know floor ninety seven 
on 9-11. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I like think that scared. We can where you're like, okay, I can either burn to death or I can jump off the 97th floor. Mm. That type of fear. That's what I felt. You know, and I, I don't feel think like I'd end up fucking burning to death. Yeah. And there is nothing yeah. offensive <laughs> about what you said, you know, because I definitely equate a ghost story that may or may not be true to 9-11. You know, I mean, yeah, I think that's fine. You know, that's a normal <laughs> leap. That's what you do. Fire that's all I think about from the hours of 4 and 5 p.m. Right. every day. Every every action you have in life, you have to be like, so how does this equate to 9-11? Yeah. Oh, well, this is like, um. oh, I got two sandwiches. It's like the two towers. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're going to be gone. But that's I why I only eat one because I think I, I hate remembering. That's, yeah. that's why it has helped me um, lose weight. It's really great. <laughs> You're on the 9 11 diet. I'm on a 9 11 diet. Just Every cry. time you want to eat two of something, just eat one. <laughs> <laughs> and then cry off the cows. That's a really controversial diet, but I think you, it's going to I have sell. rock solid crying abs. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> hard work. Yeah, it is. Wow, man, I'm already man, tired. That's why abused wives look better after the relationship's over. <laughs> Another not controversial statement. <laughs> Uh, Marcus, we were talking. I am full of it today, like a soup dumpling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Marcus, uh, so you were saying that you felt like the home that you you grew up in was haunted. Uh, yeah. Now the uh, the room just- the room that I uh, well the people that lived in our house before us it was built in like the 1950s. It was great. We had a bomb shelter. Oh, uh, awesome. Yeah, cool. because it was built during the Cold War, and they thought for some reason the nuclear bombs were going to drop seven miles east of Rochester, Texas. Hey, you know. Yeah, population cool. fucking 300. The goddamn commas are taking out the desert. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> they the, want our sand. <laughs> <laughs> and the people that lived there before us were named the Winchesters. Ooh, yeah. And Old Man Winchester, I found out <laughs> later on, which, yeah, that's what we always call him, is Old Man Winchester. Of course. I found out, like, years and years God later. God damn it, kids, I'm 33. <laughs> <laughs> the room that I lived at, that I grew up in until I was about like 14, I moved to a different room after my brothers went back to college, but the room that I was in during my formative years, that was the room that old man Winchester died in. Cool. And when I was a kid, I had nightmares all the time. Anymore, I don't have any because I smoke enough weed if I can get the shit out of there. Uh, but when I was a kid, <laughs> I had constant nightmares. I would sleepwalk all the time. And when I was in the house, and my friends would say the same thing, constantly seeing shit out of the corner of your eye. Like, you see, all I the get time. that from when I smoke too much weed. Yeah, but I was a kid and not yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and my brothers would fuck with me. They, they would find like weird rocks. And tell me that, like, they were like, this is the bones of old man Winchester. No, like, stop it, stop they, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they buried him here on this land. No, it's not like, true. Where, no. did they ba- where did they bury him? I'm not telling. No, come on. In the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was, con- like, just always terrified when I was a kid about just shit like that. I love it. I like the kid hauntings. I, I mean, Ed had some great kid haunting stories. The really thing about great. John's that I really enjoyed was that he was, you know, a freshman in college, immature. Sure, all freshmen in college yeah. are retarded Covered people. with a thick layer of dough, booze dough. <laughs> You're right. But nonetheless, I feel like that, that makes it really No, kind of it's very – it's pretty amazing. I – and another slave quarter, uh, um, of course. Um, it's the South. Ashley Brooke yeah. Roberts with her. Yeah, uh, the South is I incredibly mean, haunted. It yeah. is covered in slave ghosts. Yeah. As it Makes should be. Sense. Can't Absolutely. swing a ghost without hitting a slave ghost. Yeah, and we made it. 
We did it. Our great grandfathers did it. Yeah. Uh, not mine. I, I mean, not mine. Mine for mine were in Staten yeah. Island. No, no, no. So you're just followed Germany. by Jew ghosts. <laughs> no, no. But they're all in Germany. They're all in Poland and Germany. Yeah, you don't have to deal Russia. with any of the ghosts yeah. that your family. I'm made. so far yeah. away. <laughs> Until they figure out how to take a ghost boat <laughs> over to America, I'm doing great. See, I'm I got to deal with all kinds Choo-choo. of ghosts. I, I mean, I got I got slave ghosts. I got a lot of Native American ghosts. Oh, oh but Native Mexican ghosts. But yeah. Native Americans. Want to be ghosts? Yeah, that's like that their thing. True. They love being ghosts, yeah. and they can go like, "Oh, no, I got to convene with the ghost, the spirit." So, Henry, wings. if you had if you had three <laughs> options, you got an old man ghost, a Native American ghost, or a slave ghost. You have to be haunted by one Native American ghost. You're going with Native American because you could probably learn something from a Native American yeah, ghost. Yeah, I agree. And but really, from all the Native American ghosts uh, hauntings that I've heard of, they mostly just stand there. Oh yeah, yeah. and they just go like, yeah. "Hello, hey, <laughs> <laughs> well, hello." <laughs> Do you have any fry bread? That's amazing. Is that a we? <laughs> I can. Have you channeled the power of the f- of the fire demon? <laughs> Is that how you power your we? Yeah. Oh, look, he's playing a form of tennis. We invented tennis, <laughs> but we do to do it with a dog's head and a stick. Well, I don't know <laughs> if that makes any sense. No, but that's what they said. Like that t- was what soccer was. Yeah, dog's soccer head was. And no, it was the like Aztecs. Yeah. The Aztecs. It was a human the older, head. older Indians. Mm-hmm. Was it a human head that they would use? Yeah, yeah. after the sacrifices. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's hey, really amazing. Hey, guys, I've got a great idea. How about we kick it and do kick a hole? <laughs> we have, a, we well, have we so many. Them now, we have many heads around that are very plentiful, <laughs> yet we were doing nothing but throwing them in the river. I love old What sports. say we take this head and we shall make a beautiful game of it? They all but started hey, off so brutal. St- storm feather. <laughs> Let's wear these neon shirts and we can cover them with different sports logos and start kicking the heads. Into, into I, am, I am chief running Red Bull. <laughs> you got, we got a sponsor. This is great. I love it. The, and the original game of basketball was it was a game to the death. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you the game of basketball was only played it. by like white people that look like us. Yeah. It was invented by a college professor to just keep white James people from subjugating game, yeah. races. Yeah, it would be James Naismith. And interestingly enough, the first basket was a peach basket. <laughs> Hence why they called it basketball. Thank you, Sports Illustrated for Kids. <laughs> oh, my God. You're the only person to read that thing. I was reading Slam, the much cooler magazine. I was reading psycholo- psychology textbooks that my sister had. Uh-huh. Mm. That's what I used to do as a child. All right. I used to well, scare my mom. So sad. I used to come up to my mom and like she would say. I was talking about this with her recently about I would come up to her and be like, "Mom, how do I know if I have multiple personalities?" And she's like, "Just stop with the textbooks." <laughs> <laughs> she had to hide all the textbooks because I would sneak up into the attic where my sister lived, and she had a big thing of. Um, We've got to stop him from learning. <laughs> We've got to stop. <laughs> he keeps asking these questions because that's also how I learned about masturbating. Is that my sister yeah. had a gigantic Encyclopedia Britannica set, Your and I had heard had about masturbating, and I went to the Encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> and went to masturbating and saw it. And it was like you know self stimulation. I was like. Stimulation of what? And then I was like, I remember at one point, like sitting in my room, just being like, like hard penis, you know, it's just like, it says that you need to self stimulate it. Hmm. And then I just started rubbing it on the mattress and was like, ah, Eureka. <laughs> <laughs> Another discovery made. Not I was natural like a, when it comes to jacking up. I was a very weird little child. I love it. Did you have a monocle? What? Were you born with a monocle and a, and a top hat and a nice coat? Mummy, how do I know if I have multiple personalities? You'll know, Henry Thomas. Just leave me alone. Your father is an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> like a real-life Stewie from Family Guy. Uh, that's great. Uh, anything else? 
I feel like we wrapped it up. I love this. This yeah. is like so this fun. is a great episode. We're going to do another one of we, these. Yeah, we have, we have a bunch of people who have more stories. And yeah. if you have story, uh, like uh, that's another thing too, yeah. listeners. If you have stories that you want us to read over the air, because it's hard to get um, all of you in this uh, office here, because it's hard to carry about five more people in here. Yes. Um. So can we just send us your stories, and yes. we'll read them over the. Uh, over the airwaves uh, on the pod on the, the internet com- on the computer bites and we the computer can do that bites as yeah. well or you know I'm thinking if you want to make a YouTube of you telling your own story and if it's good enough we could put it on the show as well so like hey guys that, if you get oh, your yeah, voice on there let's leave your penises in your pants <laughs> yeah we already <laughs> talked about please, that one please 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 <laughs> stop don't no more dick pics we I don't can't. care if it's a jack o lantern <laughs> I don't it's care. A and you, you know, it's not. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it's not a bad. It's dick. a fine. Penis. It's a fine penis. You could do it. And honestly, also, but we we lost a lot of subscribers because of that. If you put it on the Facebook page, it's gonna be hard. I mean, if you. I mean, I'm not gonna. Say do you want to give your okay personal to, email address? You, Henry, is that where you're going like, with this? If you need to do that, then you know, just keep it off the general page. Yeah, you know? yeah. Put it on your own personal page. Don't get us <laughs> yeah. in trouble. Don't lose us Please. subscribers. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, and share your haunted stories with us. We'd yes, love to please. Hear awesome. Magustulations. Heil Geen. Yeah. Hail Satan. Ooh, that's, yeah. Weird, that's worse than Heil me. Yeah. Heil yeah. me. Hail Geen. Hail Satan. Hail Geen. Hail Satan. That's nice. It's got a good ring to it. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Mm, spooky. Whoa. <laughs> Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at Ashley's Memorial Day sale is going on now. Shop our biggest selection of hot buys, cool deals, or shop limited time savings on new summer spaces. Plus, get 72-month special financing on select in-store mattress purchases made with your Ashley Advantage Synchrony credit card between May 14th and June 3rd. Whether you're redecorating indoors or rethinking your outdoor space, save big on this season's trending styles only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required, no minimum purchase required. See store for details.